This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Amir, with my co-host, Jordan. And today's very special guest, we have the one and only Jordan Schultz, NFL insider reporter for The Score. He's broken multiple stories over the course of the offseason so far. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the highly renowned Jordan Schultz. Jordan, it's great to have you on the show, man. I've, I know you've made appearances on you know, The Herd, NBC Sports, uh, the Pat McAfee Show, which was really big. Uh, you're killing it this offseason, man. It's great to have yeah. you on the show. How are you doing? I appreciate that. It's a pleasure. Uh, doing well. Yeah. I mean, I think free agency uh, has definitely slowed down a lot, which is which is good because it means more draft talk. It also means yeah. that, you know, for me, just selfishly, like not having to have the phone attached as an appendix is always <laughs> a plus. Um, yeah. It's uh, all those things are, are a positive for me just selfishly. And I think it's great now that we can identify, you know, draft prospects, you know, um, yeah, everyone knows all the heavy hitters, but I love getting into the mid round value. That's where championship teams yeah. are built. And yes, so it's it's exciting to start to really look at it as we as we get closer to the draft. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and that's a perfect you know segue into a kind of our episode today. I know the Broncos they don't pick uh, into the third round. Actually, they have two picks yeah. in the third round. Um, so I bet you can give us uh, some good insight there. But first, I want to go ahead and uh, one of my first questions for you today. Um, one of the big storylines of the NFL offseason so far, especially for the Broncos, being the Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton trade rumors. Um, despite you know some sources and even uh, Sean Payton and George Payton coming out saying that we're not dealing those uh, receivers away, there is still hope there. There is uh, you know Mike Cliss who hasn't ruled either of them being traded, especially Cortland Sutton. Um, just from your uh, perspective and stance, do you think the Broncos, do you believe any team will give up the compensation to uh, acquire either of the, either of those two, uh, two receivers, whether it's before draft night or leading up to draft night? I don't think we're going to get there because the asking price has been really high. I know, you know, yeah. for example, with Judy, first round pick, you know, Sutton, obviously really, really good young receiver. Who's, who's like, to me, it's just too valuable to trade those guys. Um, you know, I know Hamler during the season as well, and even in part of the offseason was was being rumored and teams had called on him. But when it comes down to it, guys, if you're if you're really trying to build a championship team, which George Payton is, and they've obviously invested a tremendous amount of money and capital into Russell Wilson, then you want to have you want to give them the most opportunities to be successful and, and having really good receivers tends to do that, you know. And I thought I thought last year um it was not only was it disappointing, but I think it was it was more frustrating because they never it never felt like they got on track going all the way back to week one against Seattle. And 
a lot of that goes on Nathaniel Hackett, who I think, you know, was, was just not ready to be a head coach. But now you bring in someone like Sean Payton, who legitimately is an offensive guru, a genius, whatever you want to, whatever term you want to use, he is that guy. And you have Russell Wilson, who I have to believe will be much better. And having those receivers at your disposal will help. And and obviously having Javante Williams back is, is a huge, huge play as well. So I, I would be surprised if either one of those guys is moved, not only based on the compensation ask, but also just the fact that both of them, when healthy, are really, really good players. Yeah, uh, Jordan, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Uh, me and Amir, you know, throughout the pot, you know, throughout the last few months, have been saying that we thought, you know, that we think Cortland Sutton's going to be got to get moved. Uh, hypothetically, say on draft night, you know, we do get moved. What's some, you know, mid round receivers that you, you know, you could see us taking, you know, some of your, you know, most slept on wide receivers in the draft? Yeah. I mean, one of the guys that everyone loves but doesn't get enough attention is Josh Downs out of North Carolina. I yeah. mentioned Javante Williams. Um, you know, he's someone that, is a legit like slot machine. And, you know, you guys had Emmanuel Sanders for a while. He was good. Downs has some of those same traits where you can put him in the slot. He will destroy linebackers. He's excellent after the catch. He's tough. And it's just, it doesn't feel like I ever hear anything bad. You know, like with every prospect, there's oftentimes there's, there's sometimes there's words of he needs to do this better or he doesn't do this or with Downs, I guess the only thing is, is he's a little smaller, but man, he's really, really good in the slot. And if you if you go back and you watch any of North Carolina's offense with with um with, with him, he was unbelievable. And obviously they had a great quarterback with with May, and their connection was terrific. So that that's mm-hmm. one. Um, you know, I would say just thinking of more of the mid round guys. I just I, I I just selfishly would love to see him in your guys' yeah. slot. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with, with Russell Wilson. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, one of me and Amir's favorite guys is uh, Jaden Reed out of Michigan State. I yeah. don't know if you've done your work on him. Really good player. Yeah, tough, kind of your classic Big Ten receiver. Um, really tough, physical guy. Can play different positions. Can play some Z, maybe a little X. Like I don't know if he's a true number one receiver, but he's a really good player. Um, has some of the same traits that uh, maybe Sutton has in terms of his toughness. I'm curious, what what, what did he measure at, Jaden Reed? He's six foot, 185. Yeah, so so a little bit smaller, but yeah, ran four four five. Um, really good player, yeah. Let me, let, 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 let me look up my list here of, um, I have some some stuff I, I, I slotted out. Okay, oh, okay, so Tank Dell out of Houston, who yeah. measured at, Five eight five nine, you know, one seventy. Another terrific player. Him and Downs like are kind of my two favorite third, fourth round guys that could maybe creep up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I-, I thought Tank Dell last year was one of the best players in the country offensively. Yeah. He was he was awesome. There's nothing he can't do. Those two guys, uh, Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma, another kind of smaller receiver. And then if you want to go down a little bit, uh, Parker Washington out of Penn State. Uh, mm-hmm. A redshirt sophomore, really good player, measured at 5'10", 200. Um, okay. th- th- those three guys, when you talk to scouts, seem to be the bell of the ball in terms of the mid-rounders. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those are two. I, I know Parker Washington. We talked to a lot about a lot about him. You know, in the potential late rounds, that's something who I would like the Broncos to look yeah, at. Yeah, and I'm um, kind of too. I had I did yeah. an interview with with Brent Venables, the the head coach at OU, and he he was singing. Marvin Mims's praises, you know, um, 
anybody that's like super productive, if you're really productive at a powerhouse school, like it instantly just grabs your attention. Yeah. And then you start to think, okay, what does this guy do really well that translates to the next level? You know, Marvin Mims, another guy, really good hands catcher, uh, good after the catch, plays bigger than he is. So you look for these traits that translate, and I, I guess all yeah. four of those guys have them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I go to the University of Houston, so I got to see Tank Dell oh, a lot. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so I, I got to see Tank Dell a lot, and he was pretty much the whole offense. I mean, they lined him up outside in the slot. I mean, he was getting like at least, what was it, like 10 targets a game. Yeah. Lined him up in the slot, and it was just killing linebackers, killing safeties, and was just, I mean, he almost won the uh, wide receiver award. I can't really. Yeah, but he was award. he was in the finalist for the Blitnikoff that yeah. ultimately went to Jalen Hyatt at Tennessee. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, those, like, that's what the game has become today is the option and choice routes and teams are much less concerned about like the size, you know, the, yeah. I think if you go back 15 or even 10 years, you wanted that classic six, three, two but we've seen teams come off that and have tremendous success. And if you look at across the league at some of the most productive receivers, Tyree kill Jalen Waddle, Stephon Diggs, they're not your classic X big physical guys. They're guys mm-hmm. that can run every route and line up anywhere on the field. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so uh, uh, just a kind of a perfect way to, you know, wrap up this uh, topic with the wide receivers in the draft. Do you think from anything that you've heard that the Broncos are looking to add, you know, receiver? Um, it's it's evident that they want to add a receiver in the draft. But do you think it'll be like in the early rounds, especially with the low amount of draft capital? They only have um, five picks right now, two of them being in the third. Do you think one of them, you know, potentially one of those in the third or maybe the fourth will be used on a receiver uh, for, you know, add to Russell Wilson's arsenal? I'd be surprised. I think they have other holes. Uh, definitely, yeah. definitely a backer. Um, you know, I no, I don't think they'll go receiver in the third round. Maybe the fourth, but I would say that'll be more of a. And, and also, you said they have five picks. I mean, it doesn't mean they wouldn't. And it doesn't mean they wouldn't have acquired more picks and maybe get exactly. six or seven. Um, but I would be surprised if they went receiver in the third round. I mean, we mm-hmm. we don't have a, a ton of data on how. George Payton drafts, but if you look at Sean Payton traditionally, you know, he was kind of a best available player guy along with Mickey Loomis in New Orleans. So um, I would imagine they'll address it, but I think outside linebacker is is a big need as well. And even inside backer. And the guy that jumps off is Drew Sanders. I don't think he'll be available in the third round. Um, I could see him going as early as the late first, but he, he was freakish in terms of his measurables, really productive player at Arkansas, um, the kid out of Georgia Tech too, um, Keon White, I think, really good player that uh, I think it will be available maybe in the second or third. So I would imagine linebacker is a big need. Yeah, um, to go on with you said about Edge, you know, one of my favorite guys, you know, I think the Broncos could try to get in like the third round. I just want your opinion on if you think he'll be available. Zach Harrison out of, out of um, Ohio State. Yeah, you know, uh, he he's a riser. Mm-hmm. Um, really productive. I you said when do they pick in the are they early third? Yeah, yes, yes, like so. one of the very first picks at 67, 68. I say I say 50-50 that he's there. I like <laughs> that call though. I do yeah. like that. I like that. I mentioned Keon White, the edge from Georgia Tech, another guy uh as well. But one of those two would make a lot of sense. Harrison can can eat up some space and he's physical, he's mean. I love that. I love both yeah. of those players for the Broncos. I I don't know if either will be available in the early third. I'm, I'll, why don't we just say one of the two will be? 
No, I was going to say, man, I've been wanting to get Zach Harrison since the beginning of the offseason. When I outlined, you know, my dream Broncos roster, he was one of the guys I wanted on the edge, you know, because, I mean, you got Randy Gregory, Bam Brown, and it's, a lot of those guys can't really stay healthy. You know, we've seen injury issues, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if we address it early on, just get a guy that can, you know, put some pressure on them. And plus, um, we still have Benito that we drafted in the second round last year. Yeah, Nick year Benito's going to be a good player for sure. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a big-time pass guy. Uh, pass yeah. Guy, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would not be arguing against Zach Harrison for sure. Those Ohio State defensive linemen have been working out for us, definitely. Um, so one of my questions for you, and it's kind of um, still related to the draft, but uh, Kareem Jackson, uh, his birthday is actually today. Um, happy birthday to him. Um, and uh, a few days ago was one year since the Broncos actually resigned him again to a one-year $5 million deal. Do you think that's still a potential option on the table for the Broncos to bring him back? Um, and, do you, and do you think of it that will that move will be made? It'll be you know before the draft or after the draft, depending on who they pick, and maybe a, a defensive back. So I love Kareem Jackson coming back there from a fit standpoint. Knows the defense, was really productive. I have it right here. So 20 career picks, uh, 94 tackles last season, which was a career high, two mm -hmm. forced fumbles, two TFLs. So really, really good player. Uh, physical, obviously, big-time thumper, a, a true hitter. He actually came on my show recently as well, and, and – and mm -hmm. um, I didn't ask him specifically about coming back to Denver, but you see how the market settled. We, we've seen how secondary, how the secondary has been treated in the open market, I think, unfairly, safeties and corners. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if he came back. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, because uh, I or I saw that uh, James Palmer um, was saying that Vance Joseph and the defensive staff really, really like Caden Stern. So I kind of wonder Caden how Stern, that would be yeah. inserted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really good player, too. And obviously – uh, I mean, I should say, yeah, new new defensive system with Vance, but having someone like Kareem, who's uh, did he turn thirty two? Maybe thirty one, thirty two. Uh, he's turning thirty five. Thir uh, th sorry, thirty five. So he's been in the end. He's he, I think he's going on year fourteen. Uh, yeah, those guys are invaluable to having your having your off or having your uh, your locker room. And yeah, in Kareem's case, a defense that was asked to do a lot last year. Oftentimes mm -hmm. unfairly because of how bad the offense was. Um, I think he would be a tremendous ad for Vance. Um, and you mentioned Caden Stearns. I, I thought he played really well. Obviously, young player out of Texas that um, is, is emerging as a really good starter. But I think having Jackson would make a lot of sense to bring back. Yeah, yeah. Bringing back Kareem has been a thing I've been wanting for a long time. You know, just like you said, the locker room presence, you know, you can't really find anybody. You know, it's hard to find players like that that can come in and be a good president in the locker room. But, you know, something that you brought up was I was thinking Vance Joseph would kind of play him in the Isaiah Simmons type, the hybrid role, kind of play him a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage if you don't want to take snaps away from Caden Stearns. I mean, like you said, he had a career high in tackles, had two forced fumbles. I just think it'll be great for uh you know for us to bring him back and play him in that kind of role. You know if you don't want to yeah. take away snaps from Kevin yeah. Stearns. Yeah, and, and obviously he's, you know, the thing about Kareem is he has, he's been really successful throughout his career, going all the way back to Alabama, and mm -hmm. he's someone that I think would be extremely willing to do that. He yeah. he's like he. He's the kind of player in person where you say, this is what we need that's best for the team. Can you do this? And he will find a way to get it done. So <laughs> so I, I guess, long story short, I like the fit. I think mm -hmm. bringing it back makes a lot of sense, and I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Yeah, um, and the next question I have for you, kind of steering away a little bit from the uh, draft again. Um, 
you know, the, the biggest question with the Broncos, obviously, is, you know, Sean Payton and Russ can work. So I just want your opinion on the whole thing. You know, do you think Sean Payton can come in and just fix the offense? I don't think he necessarily needs to fix Russ, you know, but just get Russ, you know, back flowing and back to, you know, playing to his strengths. I mean, he has to, right, because they're paying him $20 million plus. They obviously gave up a, a ton of draft to get him. Yeah. Um, listen, I, can, he, can he fix Russ? Can he? I don't know the answer to that. I think I'm from Seattle. I've seen how great Russell Wilson can be. Obviously, Broncos fans know from the Super Bowl. He was he at his peak. He was one of the three or four best quarterbacks in the league. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think he can get back to that vicinity. I don't know if he's a top five guy, but with that roster, he only needs to be a top eight to ten guy. He he needs to be good. Last year he was really bad, and I think Sean Payton is that good of a coach. But there, there does have to be a full buy-in, you know. There has mm-hmm. to be trust. And I think there will be. But Russell Wilson, if you go back to his time in Seattle, you know, obviously he was most successful probably with Daryl Bevel, but it was still the Russell Wilson show. He still yeah. had full autonomy of the offense. He had his checks. And it was really important to him that he had, you know, full control in and outside the building, right? And we saw – Sean Payton come in and say, we're not going to have the Russell Wilson experience that we had last year. We're not going to have him on the second floor with his staff in the building mixing. We're just not going to do it. And I thought that was the right move, especially really early on before a, a snap was even taken in practice. But now you have to have Russell Wilson buy into Sean Payton as well. And I think he will. I think the offense and the team will be much better. But I'm also buying into, as a as a fan, as a reporter, that that they're going to find that that common ground. Because if they don't, you're going to have a repeat of, of last season. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, Jordan, I know we uh, got you on a limited time today. Uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on. I know you're a really busy guy. Uh, keep killing it with all the draft stuff, um, all these uh, visits and everything. I know it's a lot to keep up with. And, um, you know, keep keep killing it. I know the draft is just a few weeks away. Really excited for that. Um, excited to see you keep doing your thing. Uh, and, you know, once again, thanks for taking your time to come on the sh- on the show. My pleasure, guys. Let's maybe we can do it again after the draft once things settle yeah. down. Absolutely. So idea. yeah, that was uh interesting. Yeah. Um Cream Jackson uh potentially coming back. Um uh he said he was really emphasizing like inside linebacker and edge, which is I thought it was interesting because we kept saying, um, who who was it? I think uh yeah, Brandon Perna. He was talking about how the Broncos uh, they're kind of like I feel like not enough people are emphasizing how big of a need that is. Like yeah. Randy Gregory, there's a lot of question around him. He only played six games last year, two sacks. Like that's not going to cut it. The availability is not where he wanted at. He's getting paid a lot of money. So next year is a really big prove it year for him. I don't know if the Broncos choose to somehow move on from him. I don't know how the, the contract numbers look, but yeah, I mean, you never know though. You, next year we really don't. I mean, if he only plays like five games again next yeah, yeah, year, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I see it. But I mean, if, if he plays like a yeah, it's availability. I mean, I I think if he goes and he plays like a full season or somewhere close, I say if he plays around like 13, 14 games, gives us around like eight, nine sacks. Yeah, I mean, I think if I think if Randy Gregory was to play, you know, about 13, 14 games, give us nine sacks, around that number, around nine, ten sacks get some, you know, just make some plays, you know, force fumbles, targets for loss. I think, you know, Denver's, I think they're fine with that. I think, you know, for what we gave them. I mean, but I mean, George Payton, I mean, you kind of bit the bullet. I mean, you had to get rid of the pass rushes that we had. That was part of our strengths and you got rid of, um, 
you know, Malik Reed, you got rid of Von Miller, you got rid of Bradley Chubb. So you had to bite the bullet. But uh, I mean, oh, and that's another guy I, I was I was kind of surprised we didn't really bring back was Malik Reed, too. He was really good for us. But I mean, we'll see with Randy Gary. I, I don't think the Broncos cut him unless, like you said, he plays like five games and then the Broncos just decide to move on from him. Yeah, the I I just thought it was really interesting how he was like emphasizing a lot, you know, the linebacking position. Yep. Um, maybe I'm higher than uh, most on Jonas Griffith, but I feel like he'll have a pretty solid season. It's just just a linebacker three. You're not yeah. asking him to be like a whole big contributor. He'll contribute on special teams for you. Yeah. Um, you're, you're paying top dollar to Josie Jewell and Al Singleton, but at the same time, this is the last year of Josie Jewell's contract, so that's something to take. His into decisions account. to be made. It's just an, in. That's kind of – I think Alex Singleton's locked up. Um, Josie – I mean, I think Josie's proved he's worth the contract, but I just think, you know, they want to see a little bit more consistency um, from him. You know, I think Alex, you just had to pay him. You didn't want to really lose him. But I think Josie, they want to see one more good year, and I think we'll bring him back, though. But, I mean, linebacker's just hard. You know, it's kind of hard to just find stability at linebacker, but I think Josie and Alex are, are here to stay. Yeah, especially with the linebackers not getting paid a whole ton. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's just kind of where that's – I know they're looking at Jack Campo, another Iowa guy, just like Josie Jules. So maybe they, they get younger there. But, um, yeah, that's going to be it for today's episode. Some uh, interesting insight from uh, Jordan Schultz on the draft. He thinks the Broncos won't take wide receiver in the third. Um, he really does expect the Broncos to go more uh, defense, um, you know, edge and uh, inside. Um, I know Mike Kliss mentioned that the Broncos are having visits with corners and they uh, are expected to take a corner higher than people think. Um, I honestly, I'm happy with that because with, uh, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of hope in Damari Mathis, but we need another corner, especially after losing um, Ronald Darby and just not addressing that. We picked up Tremont Smith, but he had a very, very, very limited snap count in terms of being a starting corner. He was more of like that special teams guy. Yeah. So the Broncos need to get someone to develop and be a beast alongside with uh, Damari Mathis patch 10. Cause you know, knock on wood, one of those guys gets injured, we're screwed. I mean, there's no other way to put it. We we got to get another guy early, and I would not be mad at all if one of our third-round picks, uh, we trade back and take a corner. That would be awesome and use a center maybe or an edge on that first pick. That would be huge. Um, but, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you guys are listening on YouTube and you guys enjoyed today's episode with Jordan Schultz, uh, NFL insider and porter for the score, uh, make sure you guys subscribe and like the episode. If you guys are listening on Apple, Spotify podcast, make sure you guys follow and leave a five-star rating over there as well as turning on notifications so you never miss an episode with NFL insiders, writers, and players. Uh, we have another Broncos player coming on uh, hopefully sometime this week, um, so I'm really excited for that. I know uh, Broncos offseason training officially starts um, tomorrow on Tuesday uh, with Lyft weights and everything so um before you know it uh broncos uh otas will be right here um and the draft will be here as well so um make sure you guys uh, stay tuned with the podcast as we'll have you updated every single week and day as we uh continue to pr produce episode for you guys the special guests but i'm your host samir with my coach jordan till the next one peace <laughs>